0: You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yeah. What the fuck is this? That's the one.
1: as they are played many a wager two that's gonna be three and me this week baby Vegas Paul everyone's hoping the team will win tonight when will our trash teams get it right get it right the Christmas and prison DJ and TM drunk on the sportscast. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708 3168822. Get your take heard on the show. Let's smash some beers and go! Yeah!
0: Welcome, everybody, to the Binge Media, Binge Sportscast. I'm PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, what's going on, buddy?
2: What's up, PJ? Here we are, Monday of Week 10 and another WTF week in the league. Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable.
0: I don't, and what's weird, TM, is I don't know that it's, good or bad. And and we're going to get into it, but the fact that there are teams that look like college teams one week and Super Bowl contenders the next. I just I just don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it and maybe us talking through it uh later in this show as we we diagnose everything, maybe it'll help.
2: But uh, I I just don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, we got to We got to talk through some of these games. I mean, I think, though, as screwy as it's been for a few weeks here, um, I I think I see for once like the two teams, I think, are the best in each conference for once. I think I could I think I woke up this morning and I was like, I really like these two teams to play in the Super Bowl, which I have not right, had yeah. that thought.
0: Well, in in, in- I heard the stat last night that this will be the first time in like 10 or 11 seasons that there will not be a one or zero loss team left after like week 10 or whatever at this point in the, in the season. So it's just, you know, it's interesting that we've got after tonight, uh, everybody's at least got two losses and, you know, teams that were looking like, world beaters, uh, kind of came back down to earth. And we'll talk about those tonight. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of, you know, uh, diagnosis or, 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 you know, diving into the ins and outs of every game. Just the overall feeling of, of what we're feeling. I mean, my own team makes me want to just sit on a toilet <laughs> all day. But... <laughs> I mean it's it's unbelievable. And I can talk about that a little bit more. Uh, but Tim, you we talked earlier a little bit of pre-show, uh, coming off a big weekend. You, you feeling all right tonight? You need a break? You know, letting I do. Your, your liver re- recover a little bit?
2: No, I'm not letting my liver recover. I've poured a delicious uh, Yellowstone amaretto. Am, excuse me, Amarone cask finished uh, bourbon here from Kentucky. Oh. And it is friggin' delicious, and I poured a big one, so... Obviously, half of that's already gone. I got a couple beers. Fuck! What happened? I just opened my
0: beer, and it went all over myself. What? It was literally sitting on the table. Oh, my God. Amateur. Amateur hour. Amateur hour over there. And it's not even a high alcohol percentage beer. Like, it's not even worth spilling on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a... This is... This is... The type of week it's been, TM. Like, Uh-oh. I mean, between the Michigan Wolverines literally pulling a game out of their ass somehow, and then the garbage that was on the field yesterday, beer all over my bar, my computer's taking a dump, my fantasy teams are dying. What's happening? <laughs>
2: Oh, your binge league fantasy team. Oh, my God. Who, who's next? Herbert's next, right? On, He's down next the line, on the list. Fifth pick, fifth next round. on the list. And <laughs> he, he might as well have
0: been hurt after this weekend.
2: Excuse me. It's just incredible. PJ's top four draft picks now are on IR. It's unbelievable, it's unbelievable everybody. It's
0: unbelievable. Well, actually, no, I did get one back. I need to find a towel. Can I? Should I use my Braves uh, foamy to clean up some of this shit?
2: If it's that bad, do we have to pause?
0: (laughs) Yeah, hold on a second. All right, after a short, uh, minuscule break there, I think I have it all cleaned up, TM. That was unbelievable. Like, the other week, I literally spilled an entire drink, and it was less than... That was just foam coming out of a beer that was overly cold. I have no idea. Amateur hour over here. Amateur hour. That's all I will say. So what are we talking about? Sports. (laughs) <laughs> it happens. Uh all right. So let's get into TM. We were talking pre-show a little bit. I do want to get your thoughts on the major league baseball free agent market. And, and I know I'm hitting you this or hitting you with this a little bit, but I did see that your New York Mets have a lot of guys sitting out there either needing to be re signed or One of the big names, Javier Baez, obviously. Noah Syndergaard's still up. Uh, Stroman, Conforto. I mean, where do you see – what do you want your team to be doing this offseason?
2: What do I want my team? Well, the first thing they need to do is get a president of baseball operations. (laughs) Then they can get a GM, which I do believe as we sit here tonight, they're finalizing a deal with, I guess, the Angels – Ex uh, GM, fine, whatever. I don't give a shit who these executives are. Just get somebody in there, Um, so Sandy Alderson doesn't start just signing people. You know, I mean, you need—I don't know—the—the—the the, the, the talk around here is pretty simple. Sandy Alderson, people aren't taking the job because he's got his hands in everything, you know, and he's gonna like have the last say on all these moves and all this shit. It's—it's it's a friggin' mess, honestly. So that being said. I don't. I haven't even thought about free agency. I know we offered the um, one-year arbitration to, not arbitration. What is it called? The qualifying the offer, offer to yeah, Syndergaard. Offer, yep. I think he took it, which he should. And um, Conforto didn't take it. Conforto's a Boris client. That's very interesting. I don't think he's going to be a Met. Um, too bad, but whatever. I mean, he was nothing like anything too special. But really, I don't even know if the conversation should be, who, like, what do I think my team needs to do with their free agents and stuff? Once this the uh, CBA expires, doesn't all that stuff go on hold, or am I mistaken about that?
0: Yeah, well, it's it it could change because the way I was reading about um, the Tigers and Korea and uh, whether or not. It's all about the you know offers being tendered and whether you know you the comp the the compensatory picks and what goes where and who goes where and depending on if you sign yours or you opt out um or get like that's where the it's it's all based on the player compensation versus the team compensation when it comes to all that that's all gonna okay. change, but I think they can come to. Uh, agreement or or in terms, you know, but not sign. We'll see. I mean, it's December right. 1st is going to expire you, yeah. and then it's then it's all. But it's, you know, it's one of those things you I don't you know, it can't linger, right? I mean, it can. Obviously, they're already talking about, you know, a lockout, which is utter bullshit. But Come on, Tony.
2: Come on, Tony Clark. Don't don't I, do that. I know.
0: It's it's so stupid. If they do, it's just
2: anyway. Uh, but it'd yeah, be a big pro- it'd be a big problem for the sport. It honestly would. They're yeah, they're hurting they're, already. They're
0: already hurting. I mean, they've been talking yeah. about the last five years on how to make the game more interesting or or more uh, you know uh, appealing t- appealing. Thank you for like the younger crowd, right? Shortening the game. You know, all of these things are trying in the minor leagues, and now you're gonna have this. Uh, you know, lockout or disagreement for the CBA. It's just these guys. We almost
2: and- we almost got a voicemail from my wife because you know, I watched a lot of the postseason this year. I stayed up, watched all the you know, I, I didn't watch games in full, but I would definitely, you know, when they were on late, because man were they on late, oh yeah. I would uh stay up and and finish them out. You know, I wanna see what's going on. I was really into it this year. And she just was like, "What is going on? Why are all these games out till midnight?" And she's right. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of long late nights this in this postseason, and I think it's got a lot to do. I, mean, I don't think the rules are helping. Like the the uh, the you know the pitcher's got to take face three batters, and oh man, RJ Barrett just hit a sick three to close this game out for the Knicks and win me my bet. Very excited. Right. Yes, that's right. I'm not even watching football. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, uh, but, but uh, no, whatever. Listen, it's, why no, did you do this to me? No, no, no. Why, I did, wanted to, why did you bring up baseball? And because I don't want to talk about any of these shit. Thing, the thing we didn't talk about, though, like, I just
0: want to just to kind of pile on your point. We never talked right. about the, the World Series and the fact that the World Series, every game was ending at 1130 and 12 o'clock. You think there's a reason why, like youth, don't play base? Like my son, who's a huge ball, fan, baseball fan, had to watch like the celebration the next morning after the DVR because, and he's ten. Like he, should, he can stay up late, but he can not stay up till eleven thirty on a weeknight. I mean, it's it's just it's horrible. They need to do something about it. If they want to bring youth back to the ba- back to the game. Then just you know do something sucks sucks
2: anyway yeah and i understand like you gotta have west you know it's for the west coast and nobody the game started cares. eight th- yeah i mean come on the dodgers weren't playing
0: exactly and we were talking pre-show too about your boy freddie freeman now i i do have to let people know tm that you, you know sent me uh, Instagram God. reel that, that showed how much you love Freddie Freeman. So I'll mail you my Braves Tomahawk. You can become a Braves. Not if it's fan. covered in beer. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. <laughs> or you can go hang out with your buddy from Dave Matthews. And oh, my
2: God, dude. <laughs> 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 and we're literally, we got these incredible seats the first night. We're, we're just like in euphoric like heights at how excited we are. We're like, Oh my God. We are like almost on the stage. And there, this guy is across the way in my periphery, the entire show, front row, (laughs) front row of the, like the one hundreds, just killing it in a Braves Jersey. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I send you the picture and everything. I was like losing my mind at that point. Lo and behold, we have almost the same seats the second night, but on the opposite side of the stage, and there he is on the floor, literally front row, hanging over the railing, and I'm just like, I, I'm not even going to give him the satisfaction of sending this right now. He will get this shit tomorrow. <laughs> like now, I can't take it. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't ask you. Like, was it the same guy? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. The same guy. The dirt bag wearing the same jersey two yeah, nights in a row. The guy cause... looked
2: like he was probably. He probably had ten years on us. You know, he's, he's got great seats both nights, so he's been probably seeing Dave Matthews longer than I have, and that means, like, I've been seeing him for 26 years. So uh just, you know, that's what you get. When you're looking in the front rows and, and like, the great seats, it's a lot of this, the warehouse, the club members and stuff, the, you know, fan now, club members. So that's so, who he was, and I'm just like, oh, man, if I would have seen him in the hallway, I would have went right up to him and been like, yo, we got to get a picture. <laughs> Because it's so, a good, it's a good atmosphere. Everybody's nice at those concerts. Right,
0: but now, now this guy wears this jersey knowing he's at a concert in New Jersey where there's Mets fan. Like I don't understand. Like two nights in a row, that's
2: like yeah, the cool because, look for the fifty year old dude. Yeah, he's a Braves fan. His team just won the World Series. Yeah, but nobody he's cares. He's at nobody cares a Dave the Matthews show, and yes, he's wearing his jersey. That's unfortunately what you get at these shows as well.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I saw
2: some Nick jerseys. You know, we're at the Garden. So these are all like ten-year-old boys.
0: <laughs> I mean, like,
2: unfortunately, no. <laughs> I think we're in the like the twenty-eight to fifty-five range at a Dave Matthews concert. There are some young people, but they're all blacked out, crying, and screwing up their lives, or pissing off their girlfriends, or doing something else. It's a bro down. It's a big a, bro down. But go. when you get good seats, you get to avoid. It. You get to avoid a lot of that when you get good seats. Braggarty. you know, if you're up Braggarty. on the lawn in the summer, I might as well just sell my tickets. Oh yeah,
0: you can't do that. That's when you go see no, no. Deaf Leopard, and then you're on the lawn. That's what you. want. Yes,
2: exactly. Yeah, if I'm seeing a band that's older than me, I'll sit on the lo- lawn. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> that's true. I mean, Dave is older than me, but not by much. No, no, you're right in that wheelhouse, buddy. You're right in that wheelhouse. Oh yeah, that's right. All right, let's. But, yeah, uh... So that was absolutely hilarious, and then we hit the the Bills Jets on Sunday. Mm. What a weekend, dude! Honestly, Carrie and I were like patting ourselves on the back when we were dr- driving home from the the game because we're like, "Wow, we just pulled that shit off!" I mean, Somehow, we're gonna get my parents an intense, right? intensely expensive gift certificate to their favorite restaurant because I don't know. I don't think we'll ever do that again. Yeah, that's three a days of like three days, and
0: and and football is a full day event. I mean, because you come home. And then it's like, all right, it's just uh, Toy Story and Cars time the rest of the night. Here you go, Aiden.
2: Boom. Done. Yeah. Well, we uh, – yeah, he went to bed early, man. He gave us a gift. Yeah, We got really lucky there. But, well, yeah, let's um, just give him a couple the of game, shots. We didn't even we we go over them. the – dude, the, the, the stadium, I told – so
0: Wait, we whoa, had whoa, the uh, hookup at the restaurant.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's – What, what?
0: Let's hold it. Let's get into the NFL in – the appropriate oh, right. way Let's Well can get... I
2: just say that it was 7 minutes From my front door The Uber, the uh, excuse me The Waze time of uh, You know, drive was 7 minutes So we got there Probably at 12.15 and we were still in our seats For the opening kickoff
0: Unbelievable, it sounds like my movie experience Yeah,
2: yeah Whoa, ho, ho, NFL Roundup
1: Whoa, ho, ho, An NFL segment Oh, 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 i this going to be Jay. Are you happy now? That's the one.
0: So we, we bitched, uh, complained a little bit about college football. We're not going to get into that at this point. Uh, and so TM. Bills at MetLife. Seven minutes from your house. Now, do you get excited to go to these games? Or is it just a, like... Dude,
2: I discussed with my wife selling our Saturday night Dave tickets Saturday afternoon. <laughs> it's like, we could triple what we paid for these. Yeah. Last night was great. Do we? I mean, we don't need to do this again. And then we were like, now we're going. <laughs> but um, did I get excited for it? I was very glad I got to stay home till noon. Um, but yeah, once, once you get there, we went right up to the bar and had Jameson Rocks and I was ready to go. Yeah, saw it's fun picture. to me.
0: I it, saw the picture. That's, it was a great yeah.
2: photo. Yeah, it's fun. it's fun for me to be in that environment because I blend in. Everyone thinks I'm a Bills fan because I'm with Kerry. I'm not wearing any Bills attire at all. I had on a winter hat and a Mets hoodie.
0: So you're not like um, who was it? Rob Lowe that was at the uh, Super Bowl that had the NFL hat on?
1: <laughs> no,
2: but you know what? Yeah, shows I would up do to that life
0: just with the NFL logo shirt. Yeah,
2: if it wasn't 48 degrees, I might have worn something like that.
0: You need uh, you need one of those Goodell. You need a Goodell clown shirt.
2: No, Talk I need a Jeff. yeah. No kidding. Or I need an AFC East hat. There. You go. <laughs> <laughs> and they can, I mean, I told you know, and I got drunk so a lot of time I'm going in the bathroom and I'm I'll be in between the urinals of two Bills fans. One time I said to the I turned to the one guy and I go, "God, isn't it just brutal to be a Jets fan?" And the, the Jet fan on the his other side goes, "It's not fun." We <laughs> were <laughs> just all like, "Oh." But uh I'll tell guys because I'm drinking. I'll be like – they'll be like, oh, Bills, yeah. And I'm like, dude, in all honesty, I'm at my wife was a Bills fan. I'm a Dolphin fan. I'm having a great time. And they're like, holy <laughs> shit, that's unbelievable. You know, it's just a – people are so – like millions of concerts I've been to. No, There is no drunker human being than a attendee of a football game. I mean it's oh, just yeah. unbelievable it how is. drunk people get.
0: Yeah, because it is – there is a – there, there is a a born in time for football. especially the East Coast. Like you've got three and a half to four hours, and that's if you're like an alcoholic like me. But you have three and a half to four hours to tailgate and get everything in that you need to get in, or like you got you've got forty five minutes to get it in, and I think the same amount of alcohol is consumed regardless. Before you get in those doors. Yes. And then once Let me you're ask you a question.
2: Right? In Detroit, what time do they stop serving in the stadium? I like think the end of the third quarter. Oh, wow. Okay, so you guys are better behaved than we are. <laughs> they, <laughs> cut, they cut off. The guy said to me the first trip up, like before the game started, he's like, what did he say? I don't even think. I think it used to be like at the ten minute mark of the third quarter, and it wasn't even that. I think it was like basically once the third quarter started, you like can like get last call. Time. Right. Like you got to be in And line I'm like, at I'm like, time. I'll be okay by the. I'll, I'll be okay. And then Bills fans are giving us beers in the stadium that they bought. That's unbelievable. So lovely. It was. A, it was a part. It was a Bills party. Now you said. So are
0: there any? Do you run into any Jets fans? Because and I used to be one of these. Like Lions fans, where I just get pissed, like even fully knowing that my team's terrible and just start like bitching at people that are at our stadium, you know, Colts fans or
2: whoever. Oh, else. sure. we no, not, not this past Sunday. I've never experienced that at you uh, being with Carrie at a Bills game. No, as a Dolphin fan in that stadium, every time. Sure. Every oh, time. Like, there's, so
0: at, at MetLife, as a Dolphins fan, they hate you guys more than the, the bills or they are just more pissed that they're losing to you than losing to the bills.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, (laughs) it's, it's not a very healthy environment for human beings in general, like jet fandom world. It is, it's bad. I mean, you know, striking up conversations with guys. I had three young, we had three young kids behind us talking about fantasy all day, all jet fans, One kid kept kicking my chair, and I know he was doing it on purpose, but I wouldn't give in. But then the two adults with them were to my left. They were being kind of douchey to me. Oh, boy. And uh, I just kind of – I just really had to like not do anything because like for some reason my wife kept getting – I was getting – I was yelling at the refs. Like one part of this game – so we we talked all season so far about how bad the officiating is in this league. Man, what? is it magnified in person. What? <laughs> yeah. So I'd stand up and be like, what are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, because I got like bills minus 20 live bet. And I'm right. like, you're not going to screw this for me. And she would be like, stop, you're embarrassing me. I'm like, embarrassing you? Look where we are. So I kind of had to tame it I will tell this one I mean there's a hundred stories I can tell you Because I'm running around that place drunk Interacting with every person I possibly could But here's the one story I'll tell you I'm walking out of the section to go grab a beer There's these three kids All in jet garb Front row of the top level So they've got banners and flags hanging over They're they're vocal And I'm talking like Seven, eight, nine, ten year old Maybe You know, so there's the flack to the to the Bills fans. You guys stink. get out of our state, you know, these little kids. So I'm walking out like middle of third quarter and I just looked up and I go, the Jets suck, kids. Tell your parents to give you a better team. And the usher just goes, hey, come on. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm a Dolphin fan. I don't fit in here. (laughs) I walked out of the (laughs) section. (laughs) But I shouldn't have done that to those kids. But you know what? Their parents, that's their fault. Hey, and I would never do that to my child.
0: Yes, you will. If it no, was, I won't. My see, child
2: is allowed to be two things. He is allowed to be a Josh Allen fan. And I will allow him to be a Yankee fan. Because all his cousins are going to be. And I am not going to allow him. Or I'm not going to force him to have see, the miserable you, life that I've had.
0: You have the luxury of being in a city or area. That, I mean, you could have four different. You could be a fan of four different teams. I mean, you could be right. a. Bills fan, you could be a Giants, Jets, you could be a I mean, you could be a Philly fan. I mean,
2: but it we, is, are, yeah, we are we are going to move a little further south, so that would right. kind of come into play. That's <laughs> what I'm
0: saying you are in an area where it's acceptable, I would say, to be any of those things. For us, you know, Midwesterners, you, we don't have that option. You got to drive 5 hours to get anywhere, and if you are a fan of anything but your hometown, you looked at like you're a freak. Right. And like being a Bears fan doesn't really do you any good anyway. I mean, fucking terrible anyway.
2: Yeah. Being but, a Bears fan's like being a Dolphins fan. It's like, yeah, you were good decades ago, but that shit's over now. Now true. what do you got? Now you got nothing. You got
0: nothing. Uh but no, that's good. I mean, and I'm glad you you'll 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 learn as your own kids get older like Kid's 10, dude. He's 10. He likes his team. He's allowed. Because then in a year, he's going to hate his own team anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I'll, I'll shout out uh, the Buffalo Bills, but more importantly, uh, Eric B., Our uh, one of our listeners, giving me the reports all week about the Bills' practices. And as we got later into the uh, week and into the weekend, I started getting much more confident that I was walking into the bloodbath that it should have been. So I I had props all over this game. I hit a five prop same game parlay on the Bills for 150. <laughs> I live bet that as soon as the Bills went up seven nothing, I ran to the bathroom, deposited money on DraftKings, and live bet Bills minus 20. So I hit that, and. Allen over two touchdowns, Allen over uh, passing yards, digs over receptions, digs over yards, digs to score a touchdown, all of it. It was just like, yeah, (laughs) thank you. And um, the Mike White experience. Yeah. That's unfortunate, huh? I really (laughs) thought he was going to be Joe Namath. What do you think?
0: Yeah, you know, that's, that's usually how it goes. Guys that are unknown and nobody's ever heard of come out and they're just unbelievably amazing.
2: Oh, you know what the beauty of this all is? Is now, whether it's Flacco, Mike White again, or Zach Wilson on Sunday. Guess who gets to hand it to him this weekend? Oh.
1: Miami has the Dolphins. I'm <laughs>
2: Very excited. I got to work, so I won't be going. But man, I see I see a Dolphin victory. I see two in a row in our future here because that team is a disgrace. Wow. I couldn't believe some Jet fans were still in the building at the third quarter. That was,
0: yeah, what was the, I don't even know, what was the, because it was, I think when I, like, I had talked earlier about the, actually, I don't know if this was one pre-show or not, but when I saw after, you know, two minutes into the second quarter, when Dallas was up 36-6. to the game was somewhat close. Not, I don't want to say close, but what it was like fourteen nothing or it 10 might have been 10 three. Three,
2: yeah, might have been ten three because it wasn't until just before halftime, Buffalo went up seventeen three.
0: Okay, yeah, it was. So, it was yeah. when I because I remember seeing it, saying, "Okay, well, that's something." And yeah, it got the a little thing. stagnant.
2: The, the Bills got a little stagnant there. But it's not it's not like any credit to the Jets, D. The Bills were just trying to, like, you could tell they were trying to get people. Like, one drive stalled. Um, Allen, like, was out of the pocket. This was, like, right in front of us, too, because we were in one of the end zones. And he just, he made, like, a, I don't even want to call it a shovel pass. He just did, like, a backhand probably 15 yards into the back of the end zone and Knox couldn't handle it. But they were trying to force Knox to get a touchdown because it was his birthday and he was just returning. And I mean, they could really do whatever they wanted. So they were trying to, you could tell they're trying to get everybody involved. And um, Uh, the Jets like lost a corner, like lost their top cornerback and then put some rookie on digs. So then it was like 10 straight passes today. It was unbelievable. Like bad coaching, the Jets are a disgrace. It's it's not something to waste a lot of time on. We can play Goutreau's voicemail. I was and just, just going to say from it. Let's yeah. let's let's but get into getting, that. They get, the coaching staff is getting so killed here, and <laughs> and rightfully so because they just they don't make adjustments.
0: All right, well let's play this and then let's get into that. It's
1: not in the way you've been dissing on me. I know it. If you've got something to say, then just call up the BS Boys Band. Call the line. Tell the sports cast what's on your mind. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. Call the line. Tell the sports cast what's on your mind. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two.
2: 7083168822 That's the number. So we should have had a um live game roundup or game attendance roundup or something for when we actually go to these games cuz with you not going to any of your season tickets this year it's like Yeah. That might have been it. That might have been it. For Maybe the that's year it right yeah. there.
0: Come on. Let's go guys. I mean
2: <laughs> Dude, every time Jack goes to a New England game They score 40-plus. That's why I texted him in our group. I said, Jack, I want to know the rest of your schedule for what you're going to. I will bet on every one of them. (laughs) Absolutely. Unbelievable. He's hot. He's hot. And uh, obviously, Mr. Woodall's hot as he went out to Vegas for a victory, which is fantastic. I got very excited when he uh, told the group that he got tickets. I was like, oh, that is awesome.
0: Yeah, I I actually, you know. Outside of should have and I bet the Raiders like an idiot. Yeah, me being pissed about other things in this this whole scenario. Uh I would love to hear a game report as to A the stadium. Because he did he did write saying, Thank goodness this is in Las Vegas now, because if I was in Oakland, I would have got stabbed.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, they but, travel.
0: Hey, hey now. But we do have one call this week. But yeah, if you guys are going to games, by all means. Give us the give us the after game report or the in game report or the tailgate report. That's the best.
2: Yeah, um, we've been getting the everybody's the listeners have been sending us the pictures and stuff uh, on the Facebook group, which I love that. But yeah, give us some calls. I love hearing the like the immediate reaction.
0: Yeah, to or these, the uh, to these the, games, the pre or the post reaction. But you know, I wonder too, TM. It's like and and it's similar to my situation. I mean, we're. Ten games into the season. I've been to one game. We haven't tailgated yet this year. And it's not only, you know, family shit that gets in the way, but it's the the product on the field and uh you know, the weather. I mean it you know, we got snow yesterday here. Like Blech. a lot of snow. Like my kids were making snowmen outside.
1: Wow. Ridiculous. Whoa.
0: Yeah. It was oh, ridiculous. That. And that's what my wife looks at me and we're watching and we're watching the Steelers, we're watching the Lions play the Steelers and it's just raining. It's 40 and rainy, right? And she's like "Thank God the Lions have a fucking indoor stadium." Like all these people that are like, Ew, outdoor football." No.
2: Not up there.
0: It's horrid. Absolutely horrid. Like the Steelers, like that was. I was talking to a buddy who went to the Lions Steelers game, and they actually went from the Penn State Michigan game, drove from Happy Valley to Pittsburgh, stayed overnight, and then went to the Lions Steelers game. He said it was the most miserable thing he'd ever sat through. Not only because the game on the field was maybe the most pathetic football game he's ever seen, but it was just that four hours of constant drizzle, you know, that just is the soaker rain. Just nonstop. He's like, you'd stand up to cheer your team, you'd sit down, and you'd sit in a puddle. <laughs>
2: absolutely. But, That's right. cool they went to Happy Valley, though.
0: Absolutely. And he said it was very cool. Um, he said it was colder than he had wished. You know, it was 45 in the wind, but he said the stadium was sweet and, uh, you know, the product on the field – not fun to watch. I think he watched maybe two of the most pathetically boring football games in the history of college and pro combined. But mm. I told him, I was texting with him, I'm like, dude, you better come back with a victory one way or the other.
2: I don't care what you do.
0: And he got one of them. He got one. Hey, he, he didn't have a, one and a half. He, didn't
2: get, he, he didn't lose anything. He That's didn't right. lose any games this weekend. Right. He's undefeated.
0: That's right. Uh, all right. Let's before we get off the Jets. uh here we shit, go. Shit. Let's. Uh, let's.
2: Here see we go. Us. Here we go. Mr. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas
3: man. Before I begin, let me lay my cards on the table by saying that I had no desire to call in because, as you all know, I didn't watch the game. But I wanted to ask you, TM, because you were there, and Lord knows I'm not going to drive five hours for for this fucking team. How? Because I didn't watch the broadcast either. What was the percentage of games to Bills fans? Because it seems like whenever there's these teams with these big national fan bases, you know, I think of the Steelers games, the Raider games, even the Bills. It's dominantly the opposing team. It might as well be home games for the for the for the visitors. Um, but that brings me to the second point. Even though I didn't watch the game, I'm starting to get very concerned that Sala is not the right guy. He strikes me, and I purposely called in because I listened to his press conference, and this set me off. The defense has given up 45 points minimum in three of the last four games. And the reporter asked him, you know, you're a defensive coach. Are you going to be more involved in the defense? And he said, nope. That's Albrecht's department. I'm just the overseer. What? How fucking, like, that, that set me off. You know, you were a guy who was hired for your defensive pedigree. And you don't want to be involved or take accountability. He's all gas and hot air. The breaks are what I do psychologically watching these games. Like, it's just, at some point, you have to stop accepting and making excuses for why you lose games. I'm tired of it. It's the same thing. And that's why I didn't watch, because they, why am I going to watch if I know what's going to happen? So, TM, hope you enjoyed yourself. And I honestly don't know the next time I'm going to go to a Jets game, but I'm—I think it's very fair to raise questions about this coaching staff and whether or not the Johnson brothers got conned again, like Gase. So, all
2: right, bye. All right, bye. Uh, so, I mean, do you have anything to say? Because I had to listen to this all day.
0: Uh, I mean, no. I mean, we we talked about the. Uh...
2: The percentage
0: and yeah,
2: seventy-five twenty-five. I'd I'd say, uh, and then by the and by the fourth quarter, it was a hundred to nothing. <laughs>
0: just, so, are you asking me if I want to say anything? Are you like you have something well, to say? If you have something to uh, say, you speak, and then I can speak more. All on right. My experience. Well, I'm going to try to
2: make this a little bit more of a general uh, response, so it it's not just so jet driven, right? But okay. So you have a coach in in Rasala, right? He's this defensive, you know, quote-unquote guru, if you will, in San Francisco. The guy had a spotter on the sidelines to make sure he didn't go on the field. He was so energetic, right? You know, all that. Just that wild man on the sideline firing up his guys, blah, blah, blah. Now he's in New York. And Jet fans talk about this, and I agree. He is like deer in headlights, chews his gum. He doesn't even, you don't even like see the guy talking to somebody on the headset. He's just there. And I find that extremely interesting, considering who he was prior to being the head coach, right? And then you hear Goudreau's comments about how he deferred that question to his defensive coordinator. Um, I agree with Matt here. You just take a look at a guy like Belichick, right? Belichick doesn't even have defensive coordinators on his staffs. He just has, like, his son is now the guy. But uh, Brian Flores, who's now my coach in Miami, he was this head defensive coach. You know, there was no label. There's no label in New England as defensive coordinator because Belichick is a defensive guy and he is a defensive guru. And you will see Belichick run over to the bench when watching New England games and get into the conversation of his, you know, the defensive line or whoever's sitting there. You know, I mean, he is still actively coaching up his players while still being a head coach. So from that aspect... I agree with these Jet fans. It's not a good look right now with Salah. Salah does just kind of stand there and chew his gum. I mean, it, it's it's slightly concerning. I mean, Brian Flores, being a defensive-minded coach, the guy is very active on the sideline. He is completely engaged with offense and defense. I mean, the guy seems a little bit more like he's doing a lot, where Salah seems like he's doing nothing. So I guess what I was gonna, you know, what I would turn to you and say is you know, as far as a, a coordinator that goes to a head coach, like you know, give me, like you had Patricia, right? No, he I mean, was we've fucking had, terrible. We've had, we've and all he did was destroy Patricia's defenses, but he's not the defensive coordinator. So, what I mean, like what's your take on that? I kind of, I, I mean, I'm agreeing with the Jet fans here. I don't think you, I think it's a complete overreaction in Jetland to be killing the GM and the head coach after 10 games because Goudreau the same guy that kept us privy to how big of a disaster was actually left behind by Adam Gase and the previous GM. So, you know, you, you, you can't say, okay, we're lucky to win two games this year. Let's just see some development. I mean, it's a fucking disaster roster so, to then 10 weeks in, all of a sudden be like, everybody's sucking at what they do and then we've got to get a new, you know, so they're doing the same thing. That they didn't want to have happen.
0: Yeah, and and okay, so to to that point, for the most part, like in in Metro Detroit, there are some people that have some issues with Dan Campbell. Um, you know, obviously his rah-rah situation, you know, and and and, and attitude isn't working. We're o eight and one now at this point. However, I would say that the overall majority of people are kind of in the let's see how it plays out the guys are playing hard for him he doesn't seem like a deer in headlights his philosophy may not be working but he doesn't we're not getting these comments like you're talking about salah mm-hmm. and so that's a good thing right it's yeah he he seems like the right guy or he seems like he's in the right spot. Maybe he's not the right guy. Maybe he doesn't have the coaching, you know, instinct in him. But he seems to know his position and what he should be doing. For instance, this past week, and it was a disaster, but he took over offensive play calling, right? He saw an issue. He took it over. And say what you will about what happened in the game, and, you know, it was raining, you know, it was a disaster, in terms of the the, the game and, and, and the weather. But he changed something, at least. I mean, you're 0-8. Why not change something? So I like Dan Campbell in that regard.
2: We've I, had – go ahead. Oh. No, go ahead. I was going <clears> to <throat> say, I feel bad for Dan Campbell because you guys were clearly playing hard for him and that fucking Justin Tucker kick. I mean, you could have at least gotten that early win. Yeah. And then – because I just think you continuously lose and you're just going to lose the attention of the players. I mean –
0: Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, we
2: were supposed to suck and we do suck. But if you were to get a couple wins under your belt, kind of like what Miami did with Flores two years ago, they had like a great second half because everybody bought in. And I mean, with the Jets having a horrible roster, the Dolphins roster two years ago was probably worse.
0: Yeah, but nothing's worth the, worse than the Lions roster right now. I mean,
2: Jared yes, Goff okay. might be That's what be I mean if you would have won some worse, Oh, you Jared guys to Goff out there, man.
0: There, you should have seen Twitter. People are like – and Goff was hurt halfway through the game. He like, you know, has a strained oblique or something. Like, he couldn't throw. Like, why – like, why do we even have a backup quarterback that's been on the roster for three years, mind you? Like, played it under Stafford in. last year. Like, why is he on the roster – if a guy that can't throw further than 10 yards down the field when he's healthy is still in the game, just handing the ball off. I mean, it's ridiculous. That being said, what I will say is, yes, we've had every time the Lions have hired a specialty coach. Okay. So the Lions hired trying to go back. So Jim Schwartz, Yes, yes. Defensive coordinator came in, had the, you know, was head coach, defensive guy, had the battles with Jim Harbaugh when he was on the 49ers. Uh, Terrible head coach. Went back, was the D coordinator for the Eagles. Um, I think it was the D coordinator when they won under
2: Foles. Carried off the field.
0: Yep. Um, Rod Marinelli was a rah rah defensive guy for. I don't even know where he came. This is so Uh, long ago. Do you
2: know what just hit me? Do you know what just hit me while you're talking about this? What? How about the guy? This is going to be the third time on this podcast this season. I can't come up with his name, but who is the D coordinator in Dallas who was the Falcons coach? Dan Quinn. Oh, yeah. There it is, man. How did you pick Atlanta plus nine? Because I don't research shit. We put our mortgage payments on (laughs) Dallas.
0: Of course. I saw that after. Where the uh, the guys are carrying him off the that field, was a of gimme. course. I know, I know. Uh. But that's another example, right? A guy that is a D. It's Todd Bowles, and 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 Matt even brought this up. Salah is gonna be Todd Bowles two Maybe it's, and that's why, like going to Campbell. Campbell wasn't a specialty guy, right? I mean, he played as a as a tight end. He was never a like. Uh, uh, he's not a Travis Kelly, he's not a pass-catching tight end. I mean, he's a guy that that made his living in the trenches. But maybe that's what you need. I mean, it's guys like, I mean, look at, um. I'm just, I'm trying to think of all these. You know, there's some college well, what guys. I'm trying,
2: but, the, the, the thought that's formulating in my head is that offensive coaches, or, excuse, yeah, offensive coordinator coaches, for the most part, might be the ones that work out the best. I know there's a good track record for special teams coaches, and that's John Harbaugh. He's like the main example of that. But you got McCarthy, he's offensive. Uh, Andy Reid's offensive. Um, I mean, Joe Judge is not really working out for the Giants right now, and he's deep. He's another defensive coach from New England. So,
0: Right, and that's but that's maybe because they just don't, you know, and then there, but then there's guys. You know, you've got you know, you got Pete Carroll, and I don't know when Pete. But
2: Pete, Pete Carroll, Carroll went from a head coach, Gus, man. That I guy, I don't even know what <laughs> what decade or what century he played in.
0: Did you see the meme, by the Did way? Did he of him? play? <laughs> Did you see the thing where he threw the flag but didn't
2: throw the flag? No, is this from oh. the Packer game yesterday?
0: This, he went in to go challenge a play, and he couldn't find his challenge flag. And Twitter blew up because he looked like he threw a literal wireless mouse on the floor. (laughs) Or on there, like in front of the official. And it turned out it was like a a, a hand warmer or something. Anyway, it was hilarious. I
2: hate him. I hate him and the Seahawks. Uh,
0: But, yeah, you look at all these guys, right? I mean, let's go through, I mean, some more. I don't, I mean... Uh, oh, what, who's the um, New England um, – Lafleur? Is that his name, right? Uh, Packers coach. I mean, although Rodgers. Yeah, Shanahan we're watching
2: out. tonight. Offensive. McVeigh, offensive. Yeah, all these guys that are defensive just don't
0: – you know, Clingsbury, I mean, from uh, uh, Arizona, you know, offensive or a head coach at least in college. And maybe that's the other thing is like – and college coaches have a lot more to do with – the full responsibility of the team and maybe that's why they are good. We're defensive coordinators. I feel like maybe more so than anything in in the pros come from a position of not having overall team responsibility, maybe. Cause that's a Yeah. We had Marinelli, we had Schwartz, we had Patricia and our best coach, our best coach TM who got fired, mind you, when the Lions were nine and seven the previous season, was Jim
2: Caldwell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I, I, you well, might, be, might be,
2: You know, basically what we we've just talked this out, and I think that Goudreau, we're we're kind of with you on this. Like, we, we've just really described <laughs> Salah's is probably the wrong the wrong choice, <laughs> right. and probably my coach too. While we're at it, <laughs> so. there you go. End scene.
0: Um,
2: There you go. Can we talk about... Joe, you did the right thing this weekend by not watching. Continue to not watch, especially when you lose to Miami this weekend. Just, you know, who fucking cares, man? You're a decade away. You guys, your fan base has already, and your team, single-handedly put doubt in Zach Wilson's head because you guys jerked off to Mike White for two weeks. I mean, give me a break. That was actually the most satisfying part of being at the game on Sunday was listening to the conversations around me of the guy saying, well, this is over. What's over. It never began. The guy fucking comes off the bench to win the Bengal game. And then he has one start and gets hurt in three seconds. He throws one touchdown. What did he do? What is wrong with you people? You just drafted Zach Wilson second. Why are you looking to find somebody else? And why couldn't that have been fucking Brandon Ayuk scoring Uh, that touchdown? I don't even
0: want to talk about it. God damn it. Although I do want to talk about it. So, yeah, Goudreau, I mean, I think, you know, you've got a good head on your shoulders. I think you're thinking in the right way. But what I will say is give Zach Wilson a chance at least. I mean, with a, like, NFL squad, not whatever you're showing out here. I mean – God, the more and more I see of all these young quarterbacks, I'm just fearing for what the Lions are going to do next year. And then then as we watched Cam Newton come in and light it up.
2: Oh, my God. God. How dare you bring that up? I'm back. Oh, Uh. dude, you are corny. You're corny, Cam. That was corny, bro. Excuse me. Oh, my God. I couldn't. So, okay, I will say this. Shout out to MetLife Stadium because finally, this is the first game I've ever been at where I actually had a good grasp on what was going on around the league without having to look at my phone. They are showing highlights. They're showing segments of games during breaks. It was great. I've never had that before. Normally, uh, it's like you don't know what is going on anywhere else in the league.
0: Really? Because is that you think – is it because I think they, somebody of where probably
2: they just told are, them hey what or, are you doing i mean it's 2021 you know there's you know people got right, like fantasy, fantasy this right. that and the other thing well, that's a, the right? lions
0: there's they literally have a running fantasy like that scroll is phenomenal on one like it's it, not not fantasy like points but at least leaders right so yeah oh that's what leaders, they had okay so that's leaders. what i was yeah. watching okay yep,
2: yep. Because I mean, I can't tell you how many dolphin games I've like. Halftime, you go to this bar that's got all the games on in the stadium or something, and we don't even get back to the seats till there's five minutes left in the third quarter because you get into something else, you know. Um, so, yeah, the Cam Newton, wow. I mean, did I not call it on our mid-season awards show though? I called him as comeback player of the year. I'm it's, right for one week.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's probably gonna. I mean
2: maybe and maybe, listen, and, and and maybe be, Goudreau's is, right
0: too, right? I mean, with Darnold, I mean, who knows? This is crazy. Uh, I think
2: he's right about Darnold. Darnold is uh, Darnold's got no respect in this city. I'll tell you that. Oh my God, and they're killing him today too. I'd take him for a year. Better than golf. He's better than golf. <laughs> but you know, you just Cam Newton. I mean, this is as big of an overreaction as. Uh, Mike White, although You're they right, are now, 100%. like, the reports on the bottom line is that he, they're getting him ready to start this week. Oh, yeah, he
0: just said something like he's going to take majority of first-team snaps.
2: Oh, my God. If this team reels off, if, if, like, McCaffrey stays healthy for the rest of the season and somehow Cam plays well and they make the postseason, then that's the end of Sam Darnold's career.
0: Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a career backup, which yeah. is, is great. On a good team, great backup. Great backup. Great backup.
1: Mm. So
2: all right so that's that's that we
0: don't And then talk. just
2: to, just to like stay on topic with that game they smoke Arizona. So Arizona takes their there there's finally the dud everybody yeah, was waiting. Yeah,
0: but for. I mean no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre yeah, no, Hopkins. Right, right, I mean right. I mean last week last week was a a gift that James Conner and somehow Colt McCoy Manage to win a game, but you don't have your starting quarterback. Like you just hope. Like they won the game they needed to win, right? And then they go from there. Can we talk about this game that's on TV right now? Are you watching this game? Oh yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Matt Stafford. Glad I didn't bet. So the L.A. Rams, right? They. Start the season and check off all these wins against the Bears and the Colts, you know, winning by a field goal. And then they beat the Bucks, and it's like, all right, we're and 3-0. They lose to the Cardinals, and it's not close. They beat the Seahawks, who we now realize are just fucking horrendous. They beat the Giants. They, like, squeak by the Lions. They beat the Texans. And then they lose to the Titans and clearly are going to lose tonight against San Francisco. They literally have beat one team over 500. Wow. And that's the Bucks. Yep. And the Colts are – are they sitting at 500? The Colts are at 500 right now. Correct. Yeah.
2: But – And mean, not looking very good beating Jacksonville this weekend either. Yeah. This is – I'm sorry. Who knew? Who knew Jacksonville had a top 10 day? Hey, now. <laughs> What's going on? Come on, man. Two weeks in a row?
0: But this is this is the Matt Stafford show. This is what I was telling you guys. Like, he doesn't – he beats the teams he's supposed to. Yeah, they went up 38-0 on the Texans. That's great. I mean, that's passing you know?
2: enough. There you go.
0: And they, they – I'm just not sure. And, and granted, they're better off than – than they were with Goff, and I'm not trying to pick on Stafford or anything, but he's no Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, but, like, Aaron Rodgers can do more with less than any quarterback in the league right now, So maybe Brady. I don't know. Him and Brady are one and the same. I mean, Stafford's got everything going for him, and they they just seem to go... <laughs>
2: Super weird. All right, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a tent alive. Oh, they just suspended me. Hold on, let's see if it's after the play. Uh oh. All right, let's do a live flash bet on DraftKings because if we lose, I get my money back. All right. I'm gonna let you do it. Here's the here are the here are the bets. Oh my god, what the fuck's going on here? Come on, You're ruining my fun. I want to gamble. I'm up tonight. Okay. <laughs> that was perfect by the way okay this drive will result in field goal attempt touchdown punt or turnover
0: well i'm 30 seconds ahead of you so uh, all right well how about
2: that well let's see will this I mean, drive they... cross the 20 yard line
0: yeah i think they will okay so you want me to tell you uh
2: We're just going to pick one. Just pick one. I can't move What? Touchdown. It's going to end in a touchdown. All right. As soon as that flashes back up. Here we go.
0: Well, they just threw a bomb.
2: Ah, oh, they missed it, yeah. They did not. Uh, they're not giving me that line anymore. They pulled it away. Uh, uh, anyway. All right. Sorry about that interlude. I'm just sweating over here trying to bet anything because I'm winning money tonight. Um, All right. So about the Packers that you just mentioned, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. They, okay, COVID, you know, 13-7 to the Chiefs last week, shutting out Seattle this weekend. I was on the Packers minus three and a half. I cannot tell you. That might be one of the most enjoyable bet victories of my season, because to sit, we came home, I put that on, oh man, was that great, because you know me, (laughs) fuck Russell Wilson. And it's just a pleasure to see Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson stand on the sideline with no idea. Why they can't do the things that they try to do, and you want to know why you can't do the things you try to do? There's two I reasons. I couldn't get Russell Wilson's cock in my mouth fast enough. That's the first reason, and the second reason is because the Green Bay Packer defense. If y'all been paying attention, that's right. I said y'all to tribute to my brother in law down in North Carolina. What, dude? They that that defense is something, and they have you got a pass back. rush. Yeah, and. It's they are looking like it's they are looking like the NFC champion to me because you have that type of a pass rush. It doesn't matter what your secondary can do. I mean, they're missing Alexander. My God, if they had him, but they're doing it with what a fucking catch. They're doing it without him, though. And I'm extremely impressed because, again, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's having a pretty good year they could even do more on offense than they actually do, but they just don't have to because the defense is getting it done. And that is the sign of a postseason team. So, and you just broke down the Rams in a way that's better than I could even figure out when I was looking at stuff this afternoon. So you got it, man. I mean, the Rams, who's everybody's darling, who have they beat? And look at this tonight. I mean, Robert Woods is out. OBJ is no answer. Give me a break.
0: No, I just I this mean yeah, the first got-
2: quarter my buddy texted me and said OBJ just abandoned a route and, and caused Stafford to throw an interception and I'm like it's over before it started. Speaking As of As expected. Can,
0: can we talk about Teddy Bridgewater making his oh career my decision? God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
2: Dude, you. Chad. I sent you
0: that on did you had you already seen it? I I saw it when it wasn't like
2: like a Getting- meme. Right? It was. Yeah, right. I mean, everybody knows that happened.
0: Right. But it was just like on the return. And because I specifically had to look at the score when it happened, I said, Who just bailed out on it? I go, There was Bridgewater. And they were only up seven
2: or down seven. Well, what do you say here? I mean,. Honestly, do you blame the guy? Because he knows he's not starting there next year. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, just lay you down. You do like, are you something. A, are you a player? Like, just fucking fall in front of it. He could have just right. put a shoulder into him. You're not going to break your knee. Not even shoulder. Just literally, like, do. Step in front of him.
0: Yeah, step and just stand there. Or just get on the ground and put, like, all fours so somebody, so he has to jump over you. Right, right, yeah. So that he slows down. I mean, it was. I mean, it was
2: ridiculous. Oh, it was. It was. It was awful. On. I mean, and I and I've sat
0: on this show and bitched about. Mute my
2: microphone, I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> I've sat on this show and bitched about Cam Newton from last year or last year from three years ago in the Super Bowl, not like giving up him himself to get that fumble. It's
1: ridiculous. Oh, dude.
2: I can't I'm gonna lose my I mean I got the fucking giggles from this. It's just the more you watch the replay, the worse it is. It's just like it's just like, oh, nope. He's like, nah. Nah. God, that's cool. Score. Score. We lo- we lost. Just score. Dude, I got you on my fantasy team. Yeah, really. Slay <laughs> score. I got the date.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so great. It's so I mean <sighs> it's not like and it's not like it's this game. It's not like it's thirty one to seven. I mean, it was
2: a seven point game. Yeah, it's, uh, God, and it was the Eagles too. That was that was one of those. Uh, oh Beckham, why aren't you on the field, bro? God, it's such a joke, man. Thirteen of forty-three snaps.
0: Is Slay it is there.
1: The <laughs> the
0: oh, I know why. I know why I saw it before anything happened. Is because it's Darius Slay, ex Lion. And so, all yes. my Twitter people be like, Slay's out here making plays. I mean, he didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Oh,
2: God, it's great. Hey, uh, before we get into anything else, could we just do a quick pee break? Yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you. I'll be right back. Sir, or do I have to play it? I got it. Yeah. But guess what? Oh, I gotta, boy. I gotta take a pee. Oh,
1: here
2: we but go. Wait, right. But wait! Oh, what's I, have, I you? have a pee break Saturday.
1: What? Unbelievable! <laughs>
0: Unbelievable! <laughs>
1: Unbelievable! <laughs> I'll go pee, then you go pee. Okay, I'll be right back. Pee break. The show has gone on way too long, now will it ever drop? I got a piece so goddamn bad, but PJ won't shut up. Oh boy, isn't there a bottle near? Cause the toilet I can't reach. My legs are squirming, my bladder's burning. Relief is what I need. I need a pee break a pee break since the start of the cast it's gotta be soon and it's gotta be long hurry up before i piss in my pants yeah. i need a pee break i fucking needed a pee break since the start of the show can we please take one soon i've had too many fears it's an emergency i got to go yes
2: you played right into my card but I surprised you with it, and now I have drops to fill the beginning of the song with.
0: (laughs) fucking amazing. Yes, TM. (laughs) I made it. I just made it. I just made it. Hello. Oh, you just made it too, TM.
2: Nice. Um, So I think we have one more topic. Oh shit! What's that? Here we go. The New England Patriots. Oh, God. So you talked,
0: and I don't know if this was pre-show or we talked on the show about my betting. Uh,
2: yes, <laughs> you're zero so, three week. Yeah. So, well, we went one and five. Let's not. I'm not going to just let's not lay it all on you. We went one and five.
0: You know, we made this change this year, TM, that I'm just not super happy with. You know, we used to have this segment on this show. And I used to be good at gambling. And then, and then, we did this thing where you make me make picks on a Saturday. And, you know, I just lost my mojo. I lost it.
2: Well, I will say this: I my uh, my number one sports radio guy in the New York market went to built went to the Ringer with Bill Simmons, and so he does a podcast. I listened to a, a five minute conversation with him and one of the guys out in Vegas who works for one of the sites, and they did discuss the advantages. Come on, Staff. Oh, he just went, oh my God, he is the worst. Was that not the worst play you've ever seen? I mean, is he, I mean, he must have been seeing Titans, because that was ugly. Holy cow. But anyway, there are some advantages to betting early in the week with certain lines. But my thing is always, you get fucked during the week if guys get, especially in the COVID era.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at something like. uh,
2: I'm fine with. It's clearly not working. You're 13 and 17. I'm 13, 16, and 1. And only because you had an 0-3 week am I? can I sit here and say I have a half-game lead on you. If you want to bring back the segment, let's just bring it back. Let's just start picking on the show again. Fuck yeah. it worked for you, and I'll give you the advantage. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. it. I like it. I think we should. Oh, can we live pick right tonight, or do you? Yeah, want to push fuck it yeah, off we can. Week? Yeah, like I right, ever do any we, Okay, so we will look ahead to Week <laughs> Eleven. It is we we haven't done too much. It's not a long show, so let's just talk about New England quickly, and then we'll we'll do the seg. I'm into it. I'm excited. Yes, bring it back,
0: bring it back, baby.
2: Let's bring it back. Go. Let's go. So if you want to play my winners and losers sounder, we can talk about the big winner and loser that happened in the same game this week. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what the. I think
1: these read, oh. A oh, I love I love
2: so real quick uh, Another big loser, if you will, is Matt Stafford and the uh, LA Rams here, back to back nationally televised losses. But not,
0: not like even pretty. I mean, not even know.
2: close. Yeah, bad losses. But you listen, uh, the more the, the every minute that goes by, I'm more and more off the Rams based on just what you said. I had not looked at who their wins were against, and that division. You know, it, we got eight weeks left. It's crazy um i think and i love it i think seattle could hopefully finish at the bottom which would really make me happy but they could end up beating like the nfc west was such a strong division three of the four teams don't look very good i mean the niners hadn't beaten anybody before tonight but then again what does this really say yeah yeah i don't it's know very interesting we'll get more yeah is this i mean this is going to be a key division to be following as we uh get a little deeper into it here, but, uh, I mean, the winners of the week are clearly the pa- the Patriots, I think, and it makes me nauseous, but can you play some defense Cleveland? Like I know you have some key offensive, um, excuse me, defensive injuries, but what's going on Baker? I mean, you got fucking Belichick making you look like you're Zach Wilson. Or oh, yeah. Sam Darnold at forty-five points. The over/under was forty-five and a half. Well, and that's I. This is another. And they almost hit it. Because this is another the one Browns now, are that bad. But how do
0: they? And this is. I mean, how do they go from put up a a huge number last or last week, then to just coming in and just putting up a dog? I mean, it's a team that's arguably. I mean. Didn't even have all the, all the running backs. I mean, guys that are they're they're pulling. Off. I feel like New England's pulling running backs off the street at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, New England's got like four guys they can just plug it in out here. It's uh, but you know the New England's always had. I mean, James yeah, White never. isn't there. Super Bowl cha- Super Bowl <laughs> champion. Uh, James White I'm, is yeah. not there, but you know. Like, and what's Burkhead isn't there, but it's still four guy. I mean, there was, they always had multiple guys that were doing shit. It was always, a, it was always like a problem to take a new England running back in fantasy because, you know, any week Rex Burkhead could go for four touchdowns and you're sitting there with, you know, the number, the quote unquote, number one and being like, you know, what the fuck, you know? So it's, you know, I mean, it's yeah. probably offensive line, obviously coaching, and then their defense. I mean, we knew just based on talking to Jack preseason, uh, they're bringing back a bunch of guys that sat out. For, uh, you know, they opted out for COVID. They were never a bad defense. They've always been a good defense. And I think that they're the one team sitting here with the rookie quarterback right now who is is doing it right and coaching Mac Jones to do exactly what he's supposed to do, is not try to do too much like Zach Wilson, take the checkdowns, I mean, because they don't really have a, a receiving core that's scary at all. But yeah, no, it, his, you know, I mean, when you run the ball and play defense, you win in this league, and that's exactly what this team is doing. I mean, Mac and Jones's then, stat
0: line was nineteen, but nineteen for 23. 19 for twenty-three for one ninety-eight and three touchdowns.
2: So you're absolutely right. It's a running right. team. It's a your running team. I mean, remember the, don't don't ever forget the two thousand Ravens with Trent Delfer. You know, it can be done. It can be done. You and I don't need... think... And while Matt Jones isn't lighting up for 350 and four every week and throwing the ball all over the field, he's certainly not turning the ball over either. So, you know, it, it makes me sick to discuss it like this, but the kid is just... He's not hes not bad. Um, and he's not making mistakes, you know? Like, Tua's had his moments where he's had good games. They don't let Tua do anything. But... He's he's made he's had some bad Stafford like I love to call it that some bad Stafford like interceptions yeah and that's gonna kill you and then you've got a kid like Zach Wilson who just tries to go for the home run on every play so well it, it goes back it's to coaching that. it's coaching yeah. It, and yeah exactly coaching, man it's Belichick Belichick 100%. is making a huge statement here. And I heard a guy call uh, a guest on the F- WFAN to here to New York today say, you know, you can make an argument that the two best teams in the AFC right now are the Bills and the Patriots. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Who I can I can debunk every other AFC team.
0: Yeah. And I I would argue and this is before Derrick Henry going out, I would think that Tennessee might be that. And I just I feel like it is and as you said Talking about Mac Jones and saying you know that he's doing this and you know uh, Zach Wilson's doing that, I just see in my head, I see Bill Belichick getting up in, <laughs> lovely, getting <laughs> up in in uh, Mac Jones's face and just being like, "You fucking suck. Don't do anything more than what I tell you to do." Right, right. Or not, not that you suck. Be like, know no, your like, know kid, your kid, role. We were,
2: yeah, we drafted you. You are on the New England Patriots, six right. Super Bowls in the last how many years you were going to listen to what we fucking say and it's going to work. And if yeah. I was him, I'd say whatever you want. Coach. Yes, sir.
0: Right. Exactly. Yes, sir. Right. Exactly. Do, do not do anything more. Do what we tell you. You will succeed. And that's exactly it. We've talked about this with guys like a Zach Wilson. Plays at ZY, Z, uh, (laughs) BYU, you know, plays in a a conference where, you know.
2: Do whatever you want. The talent. Any talent whatsoever, you can score 60 a week. You
0: just throw it up and you're going to, you know, your your arm talent takes over. Where Mac Jones, it's played in a professional college football team, essentially. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Had great players around him.
2: Saban and Belichick are boys. Yeah.
0: And now that wouldn't work everywhere, right? If Mac Jones goes to Jacksonville, the Jets, Jets, right. right. Does that work? I don't know. But did New England get it right? And I'm sure you're going to have a hard time saying that, but. Probably well, so
2: far. So good. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's still a wait and see it's it's, it's let's not overreact about Matt Jones just as much as we, you know, you got to give Zach Wilson a chance too. But, you know, the early returns <laughs> are pretty clear who's doing the right job. Let me jump back to Tennessee right now. If they didn't lose week four to the Jets, which I mean, they had every receiver out. I still don't know how they lost the game, but Tannehill stinks. So. He's got no one to throw to. I kind of understand it. But the team's 8-2. and two, I think that the, they have the best AFC resume on um, beating the Jets and the Bills, right? I mean, we could yep. say, oh, they beat the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Saints, but you know, I think the jury's out on all three of those teams right now. They're not the teams. They're not like the previous, the, what they've been the last few years. And we're just killing the Rams tonight, and I absolutely love it. So... That being said, t- Tennessee could be nine and one. So yeah. Buffalo needs, and Buffalo also has the win against the chiefs. And what I'll say about the chiefs is look, I mean, they've been, you know, the number one team here. They're everybody's target. I'm sure a lot of coaching staff spend much of their off season trying to figure out how to stop them. Right. So after all the bullshit and all the, the shit talk, they come out of a win last night and they're in first place in the AFC West. So we know they're going to be in the playoffs and they're still a team to be reckon with. I would say, though, Buffalo needs to get that home field somehow because ten, and Tennessee's got a misstep here. I mean, they've got Houston. So that's another win. So nine and two. And then they're at New England uh, Sunday after Thanksgiving. So that is a nice. tremendously yeah, nice. huge game in the AFC. Yep. And then they have – listen to this, dude. So they have a week 13 bye, and then it's home to Jacksonville, win, at Pittsburgh, I guess win, right? I mean, you never know there because at, it's a, it's a, at, it's a Derrick henry yeah. team. That is the key. Here, of course. You know? Yeah, well,
0: that's – when I was talking about Tennessee, that was, you know, prior to his injury. I mean, now –
2: but they haven't lost yet. They've won two more. I know. You know? I know. Yeah. And then it's home to San Fran, home to Miami, and at Houston. I mean, they could win out. And if that's the case, their are home field. They probably won't, especially in this, like, weird season. But you could see Tennessee easily being fourteen and 3, 13 and four at worst. They are thirteen and four at worst, I would and say. And you could see them
0: getting Derrick Henry back in jail. And getting him
2: back for the postseason.
0: Yeah. Right, exactly. 100%.
2: Exactly. Should they I still hold him then on then my fantasy team buy?
0: for shits and giggles? What was that? I said should I still hold him on my fantasy team for
2: you know 100%. the hopes
0: the hopes that he comes back for the championship week?
2: hundred percent. Russell Wilson came back early. He's a puss. If he can do it, Derek Henry can do it. Then you get a team like Buffalo. I'm just trying to like look at a quick sketch. Buffalo's got at Tampa, New England twice, and then it's garbage. It's Colts, Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Jets. So I think that Buffalo really shot themselves in the foot losing to Jacksonville, but can still, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I just can't. You can't tell me that a Ryan Tannehill-led Derrick Henryless, Titan team is going to the Super Bowl. I just don't see that. And it's, they're not even a good defense. No. And they should have lost on Sunday. They were our survivor pick. And there was a brutal, brutal roughing the passer on the Saints that led to seven for the Titans. And even that... Even with that, Simeon scores and has a two-point conversion chance to tie the game and they don't get it. So, sweating the shit out of that one. But I really think that that I mean, it's it's going to be Chiefs, Titans, Bills. And then again, Ravens, Ravens? right? Ravens yeah, got to win that division and then the it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting the AFC.
0: Yeah, everybody else is garbage though. Like everybody that we've hung our hats on, the Bengals, the Chargers, the
2: Raiders, I mean, all these teams suck. the Raiders are done after last night. Can we can we quickly address the Chargers? Because of course of all the teams that beat Minnesota (laughs) when Minnesota just seems to be owning you for a half and then blowing it, like Chad D lets us know they normally do. What the hell's that call? Um, where's Justin Herbert? Where is, this, where is this guy that everybody's got to remind me Miami took Tua instead of him? What has Justin Herbert done the last few weeks? Now, I know his team doesn't play defense, but can we stop anointing this guy a friggin' Hall of Famer already now?
1: Yeah,
0: well, that's the thing. Everybody falls in love with all these guys, and you've just got to take a step back. Realize what's happening and, you know, temper your enthusiasm. Do I think that Herbert can be a great quarterback in this league? Absolutely. Do I think Tua can? Absolutely. But that all the right things have to happen, right? Do either of them have that it factor? I don't know. It's yet to be uh, determined. But that usually doesn't get determined until, I don't know, year four or five.
2: Does Kirk Cousins have it? Nope. I think Tua had more of an it factor in college than Herbert did. Just based on the eye test, Tua lit it up for Alabama. Every time I checked in on a Herbert game, he kept running the ball. So I never got to like, you know, it wasn't until hard knocks that Justin Herbert all of a sudden was this dynamic passer. So I'd say the jury's still out on all of them, and I'm not gonna shit on my boy, and I am not gonna take this flack from everybody who's just like, "Oh, you guys could have had Herbert." No. Well, no. well, how many Super Bowls does Herbert have right now? They're they're they are. It's a such a wait and see. I just don't right want to fucking hear it anymore. Absolutely. You don't. Need and the Dolphins to. are a disaster. And he played with a broken finger the other night and won, but that's not good enough for anybody. You know, I forgot so we'll that that was this, that was Sunday. this
0: week. That was this week. Our last show, our mid-season award show, was during the Dolphins' right, right, wow. yeah. It's
2: amazing. it's amazing. And I'm a, I'm an idiot because I had money on the Ravens. So I couldn't even enjoy it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I really couldn't. I was miserable. That's it. You, you just have to put a little bit on it, just a little bit. A sprinkle, a sprinkle, a sprinkle. Oh, it wasn't a big bet, but it was just disappointing. But it knocked two hundred something people out in the survivor pool. So my eight hundred thousand dollar final payout survivor pool has less than five hundred people left in it now. Because shout out to the Miami Dolphins and shout out to the Washington Redskins. Oh, oh man! Hey, Tom Brady, thank you, buddy. He he took a week off. It's all right. He took two. (laughs) He's in his 40s, so he
0: needed two bye weeks. Literally, I mean, he, he might as well take four. It doesn't matter. He probably knows the weeks. He's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm recording this podcast, like, Saturday night. <laughs> so that week's a loss. Mark yeah, don't, down. you know, everybody, tell
2: down. everyone to bet Washington plus nine and a half.
0: Right. I'm recording the binge cast.
2: Right, right. I'm Six busy hour Saturday show night. Binge cast Saturday night's. All right, you want to crush some friggin' uh, gambling seg? Yeah, fuck yeah.
1: Lord, I was born a gambling man Try to make some money by picking the best I can But when they come to take my house and my car My wife don't understand i fuck it, suck suckin'
2: gambling There it is. We're it back, is. folks. We're back to doing what we do best: picking winners, picking out of week our week eleven. Ass. We're through. We're through ten weeks. PJ's thirteen and seventeen. I'm thirteen, 13, 16, and one. We went one and five week ten. It was a horrible week. We were doing pretty good up until the last couple of weeks. So we're gonna change it up and get back to basics. Back to where we grew up. Back to where it all began. That's Monday Night Olin Brothers Pips reference. Monday Night Picks. I think what I'm going to have to go I first. Are you even looking at the lines, PJ? I am. I just
0: I oh. just opened them per usual. So, All right.
2: I'll go first.
0: Yes, you will. Okay.
2: So <laughs> the beauty of the Monday Night uh, Wager is that I can pick Thursday night, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm going to get on the Jack Valley train and I'm going to take New England minus six and a half against the Falcons in Atlanta. Um, Because why not? Because the Falcons are trash. And because there's no way they come back from the bludgering they took in Dallas and somehow figure out a way to beat the New England Patriots, who are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. And I know six and a half is a lot of points. But, you know, it's you're going to tell me it's Matt Ryan versus Bill Belichick. I'll take Bill Belichick every day of the week and twice on Sunday. So give me New England minus six and a half. Pats will probably win by 10, I would think. Maybe, I mean, it could be over before it begins, just like it was this weekend. So big Pats win on the road. That's pick number one. Pick number two, just stay in, stay in the division because it's really, I don't really know much else. Let's be honest. But... Just so unimpressed with the Colts at home against Jacksonville this weekend. Okay, I understand Jacksonville did whatever they did to Buffalo two weeks ago, 9-6 victory. But that is just, it's just one of those games you have to take your lumps and move on. Buffalo minus seven at home here against the Colts. I, you know, the Colts are a fringe playoff team at best. We're talking about the Bills here, a team that made a statement against the Jets on Sunday. Now they get to come home, and they really need to start putting the pedal to the metal, winning every game. Basically, they have to get ahead of Tennessee anyway, and it's going to continue here. They are going to. I mean, it's going to be bad weather. Colts are an indoor team. This is easily a two-score victory for the Bills. So give me Bills minus seven. And that line, both of these lines are actually, I think, going to go up. So I'm getting them good on Monday. So thank you, PJ. And then my third... How is that? Oh, wow, there are some... Oh. Well, I mean... There are so many big spreads. I don't even know what to say this week. So I'm going to have to do another large one, and I am going to go with the. Where is it? Oh, I just passed it. I'm going to take the. Oh, I can't do Brown. I can't do ten points on the Browns. It excites me to no end that Miami is favored on the road at New York minus three. So give it, give me, give me my own team. I mean, I'm going three and zero this week anyway, baby. So. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do a clean AFC sweep. Favorites. Give me all favorites, I know. But you know what? The favorites, until recently, the favorites have dominated this season. So you figure things are starting to get a little bit back to normal. Well, we're going to flip it over a little bit here. You're going to give me Patriots. You're going to give me Bills. You're going to give me Dolphins. Three AFCs teams all going to win this week. There's your picks. Go for it.
0: Love it. Love it.
2: All right, so I'm going to jump
0: on. Like you said, um, we get early games. Not early games, but early lines. And my first pick, Baltimore last Thursday, coming off 10 weeks of rest, coming off a horrendous loss, minus six against the Bears. The Bears are fucking terrible. I'm sorry. But... They got nothing going from that. I don't know who's on that team outside of Justin Fields. And I don't think he's all that great. With the Lions not being able to close that game out against the Steelers, they have a half-game lead over the – the Baltimore has a half-game lead over the Steelers – And they need this win. They need to go up against uh, Chicago and win this game. So I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm going to take minus the six points. Mainly because I have no trust in the Bears whatsoever. So give me Baltimore. Give me minus that six and a half. Or six. Minus six. Minus six. I'm looking at six, yes. All right. Another one of these. New Orleans is this team that I'm not I'm not sure how to gauge them. They've gone through shitty quarterback after shitty quarterback. I'm sorry, Jameis. I mean I love you. You're like my favorite person ever. But you're a shitty quarterback. Just like Trevor Simeon's a shitty quarterback. But you are finding ways to compete in these games. And you're going going up against a Philly team that I don't understand how this team is winning games. This team is not good. Jalen Hurts is not good. I'm taking New Orleans. I'm taking the points. This is essentially a pick 'em, and I'm picking New Orleans. (sighs) Last game. I really loved the opening line. I can't believe that it's moved that much. But I think Las Vegas is on this down turn of what is happening. We lost our head coach. We lost our, you know, star wide receiver. Our rookie cornerback decided to play grand theft auto. And posted on Twitter. I just don't know that Vegas has that in them. And since he is coming off a loss from last week against the Browns, an embarrassing loss. Loss. And 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 coming off a bye week. I'm gonna take Cincinnati against Vegas minus the one against again a pick'em game. But Cincinnati needs to do something. Like, what What? What team are they? Are they shit? Or are they a playoff contender? This is the week they need to do it. And I think this is the week they get it done. So give me Cincy minus one. So I got Baltimore minus six. New Orleans plus one and a half. And Cincy
2: minus one.
0: And that's it, buddy.
2: That's it. There we go. That's, that's how we end the show. I think that... That's, <clears throat> I really that, like I that feel, bangle pick.
0: I feel, I feel much better on those picks right now. Good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's the show for the week. Uh, call in. Leave us your voicemails.
2: 708-316-8822. Give us your shit. Give us your Calls. Yeah, let's go, guys. I mean, we're getting down to it now. Where's Come on, Bylenok, give us a call. Your boys are your boys are in it. Come on, Brandon, Patrick, come on. You guys are in first place. The Chiefs, man. Everybody wrote off the Chiefs. Now all of a sudden, you're in first place. Matt, give us a week off. Actually, you have to call this week. Cause Miami gonna stomp stomp on you. Also,
0: but fuck you, you Chad. Won't be, but
2: you won't be watching, so. No, you won't. You won't. No, he he was going to watch this week. <laughs> it's the Dolphins. Everybody loves to hate the Dolphins.
0: That's alright That's right You you show them what's up, and it'll be all good. So, so thanks PJ, everybody walking, for
2: us. We're walking through the parking lot. Um, oh boy. oh boy. To go into the into the gate, and uh, there's a gentleman in the parking lot who I'll uh, respect every game I've ever gone to in my life. He always seems to be there, and he is rocking that number five uh, Dolphins jersey. And you know who that is, right? Mr. Ray Finkel. And I told my wife, that's what I want. I said, that is the jersey I can wear for the rest of my life besides 13. 100%. All the other jerseys that are garbage to me Charles Clay. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brandon yeah. Marshall. I mean, the, me and my brother can compile like 30 Dolphin jerseys of guys that just, you know, it was a waste of money. So I saw her make a note in her phone. So I think I might get a Ray Finkel jersey for Christmas. Yes! And I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> Cause I could wear that to so many other things. Of course. And that's it. And I have a dolphin's head. Oh, mask. Yes. So
0: I have, I have seen the dolphins. Yes, mask. you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, Listen to all the other shows on the network. Uh, Patreon, $5 a month you get Jack Attack Tuesday. You get the full binge. But if nothing else, subscribe to You also all get the hold shows. on,
2: you also get oh. the new Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, commentary.
0: Shit. With none That's other right. than featuring me. That's right.
2: <laughs> featuring me.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: And others, but me.
0: All of those great <laughs> shows. Give it a listen. Give the binge cast a listen, the mother show, the mothership. That's and, right. And um, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, and go back and listen to last week's midseason awards. I'm sure they'll sound like shit in about three weeks, but hey, they're there. Not, my Cam,
2: not my Cam Newton pick. That's
0: right. That's right. Oh, nice <laughs> pick, Stafford. Woo. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. And with that, we say peace. Fucking love you, John Snit. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget...
1: Shut
2: up! I'm
1: waiting.
2: (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me?